welcome. It is Health and Wellbeing with our naturopath, Peter Mullen. Welcome back, Peter. Thank you. Good afternoon. What have we uh, got on today? What are we looking at? Well, last week we talked about iron, and, you know, iron's one of the most important minerals mm. in the body. And this week, what a lot of people don't realise is that zinc um, is just as important as iron. It's never tested by the GPs, and it's involved in that many different... Um, systems in the body if you're low in zinc it's really difficult for any of your body to be working well so i thought zinc and zinc deficiency now peter coming up today we're going to look at zinc is there a way to get to get an idea whether your zinc levels are low without testing like some signs that may pop up yeah yeah there's definitely some um uh signs that so you can get tested we'll talk about that a bit later on but some of the most common signs of um, being low in zinc are recurrent colds flus and or infections so we see this a lot with kids, you know, with repetitive diets. If your kid's getting sick all the time, low zinc could be one of the sure. answers. Um, this is a really common one, poor appetite, but particularly reduced sense of taste or smell. So this year particularly, I've had about three or four patients come in that have had a bad dose of a, one of the viruses going around and lost their sense of taste and smell. Okay. Now, one fellow, um, he lost his sense of taste for nearly three months. So only just wow, to that would be now. awful. Yeah, so, the, so it's just an interesting thing that that's with one of the viruses going around. But for a lot of people as they get older, you know, where things don't taste as good or they're losing their sense of smell, it can be due to um, being low in zinc. Now, an interesting thing with a lot of kids I've noticed over the years is if kids again are low in zinc, generally food might taste funny to them. So you know how you have kids that will only try a very restrictive range of foods? Sure, yeah. Now, this sounds like an old wives' tale, but I've seen that many kids over the years that once you get them onto a zinc supplement, their zinc levels start to improve. All of a sudden, they're interested to try a wider range of foods. So okay. Low in zinc can be the key with um, why kids are so restrictive from a food point of view. But you think about a lot of our elderly patients in nursing homes and that as well, where their diets are very restricted. And yes, you know, they may have not have looked after themselves. Like zinc supplementation, you know, should be almost mandatory for the for the young and for the old, and everyone else needs to be tested. Um, slow growth and development, um, slow healing. You know, people that like cut themselves or scratch mm, themselves takes and they forever take forever to, to heal. Yep. Um, anyone we see with acne. And um, it really, any skin condition. So, if a patient comes in with eczema, I was going to say, what I'll about always, eczema? Yep, yep. I'll always get them onto a vitamin C and zinc combination. Okay. For starters, and that that sometimes will just fix their skin anyway. Yeah, so right. So that zinc is that important. It's it's one of the um, most common minerals. Iron and zinc are the two of the most common minerals actually in the body. So it's easy to become deficient in zinc. Um, infertility, um, sugar cravings. And also um, things like um, poor stress coping, anxiety and depression can all be to do with um, not having enough zinc. It's interesting you talk about that, Peter, with my little one, Molly, who's not quite two yet. She's been tested and is in deficient in iron, which most yep. kids are, yep. um, but never has zinc come up. Yeah, a it's and a classic. At and zinc. Zinc, zinc is, even, even when we talk about fertility, um, when, someone's, when, a, when a, a, a lady's pregnant, um, they'll always test iron, but they should always test zinc because zinc is just as important in iron in that child's development and immune function. So I would suspect with Molly, if she's low in iron, she'll definitely be low in zinc as well. And you need adequate zinc. Zinc's important for the absorption of all your other minerals. Mm. You know, mineral deficiencies are really common occurrence across all of the minerals because of 
poor digestion and then over processing of food so if molly's low in iron i would also get her onto some um, zinc as well. Peter, we've been looking at zinc today and we've got Alan from Singleton on the line. Uh, Alan, you'd like to know whether zinc is safe to take with other medication, in particular blood pressure medication. Yeah, one question first. Is that you, Charlie? Yes, it is. Uh, good. Stick to that name, will you? I'm the, uh, the animal lover. <laughs> Alan, the animal lover. There you go. Well, yeah, welcome I, to know, the show. You know, I feed all my birds and stuff. <laughs> it cost me $15 a week to feed them. <laughs> God love you. Oh, you're a pet chat regular, but now we're talking health and well-being and, and a serious one. It's for your wife you're asking for. Yeah, yeah, she's in the shed here with me, man. <laughs> Good afternoon, Alan. Good afternoon, mate. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, what I want to know is, uh, my wife takes blood pressure pills. Yes. And can she take zinc and um, that sort of stuff with it? We eat a lot of garlic between us, but... Yep, no, zinc, look, zinc's fine to take with your blood pressure medication. I was oh, just, great. I was just saying to Charlie in the break, though, if, if your wife's also taking iron or um, other minerals like um, calcium, okay. um, then particularly with iron, you need to take zinc and iron separately from each other. No, she only, more or less, why we're just going to take the zinc. Yeah, no, zinc will be fine with um, blood pressure medication. And the garlic, is no worries. Garlic's great too. More, uh, more great, the better. We had, we had a lot of garlic, and to tell you the truth, I uh, eat on it, eat garlic like a boiled lolly, just suck it all day. Flies <laughs> don't come near me in the summer anyway. <laughs> just don't give it to your birds, okay, Alan? <laughs> and long as, long, as you get, long as you make sure you're, you're using Australian... Um, Only garlic. buy Australian. Yeah, don't buy overseas garlic in case no, it's been no, treated, etc., no. etc. Et no, Australian garlic only. Awesome, awesome. Good yeah. on you, Alan. Thank you so much for calling the show today. And if you've got a question for Peter Mullen, he is here on standby, 49216216. Now, we were talking about some signs that your zinc levels are possibly low, Peter, but how do we actually test for it to, to make certain? Well, look, any time you have a blood test with your doctor whenever you're getting and you should always get your iron levels tested every 12 months because um, iron, iron deficiency is such a common deficiency and actually we were talking last week on the show about iron if someone's ferritin is chronically below 30 their iron may not even pick up with a supplement they actually may, may need an iron transfusion Jeez, Louise. so you really iron deficiency is so common so um, every time you get a blood test done just ask the doctor to also do plasma zinc Oh, so they can do that in the they blood test They can do a simple well. blood test and they'll give you the reference range and whether you're at the bottom of the end of the reference range or whether you're actually low. Okay. And um, blood tests are great because then if you do take supplements, you can sort of monitor it in three months' time and see that your zinc levels now is at a good level. Mm -hmm. So zinc is that important. The other way you can do it, there's a very simple um, taste test you can do. And what we do is we get patients to sort of um, pop this solution of zinc sulfate into their mouth and swish it around like mouthwash and try and taste it. I count to 10 and get them to raise their finger when they first taste it. Now, if your zinc levels are good, because it's based on a zinc-dependent enzyme taste, if your zinc levels are good, it should taste disgusting straight away. Okay. If your zinc levels are poor, it literally tastes like water and you know that oh, your zinc levels are very low. Yeah. Yeah, okay. so it's a quick and easy test to do. Yes. Um, but if people don't, you know, have already have a naturopath or someone they can get to do the taste test, just asking next time they see their GP to actually do the include zinc in their normal run of tests. Okay. Now, look, seven reasons why we love zinc. 
Yeah. Let's so do it. Probably um, one of the most important things is zinc plays a role in protecting our cells from free radical damage. So it actually it actually acts as an antioxidant in the body, um, supports healthy immunity. Um, so, you know, if you're getting colds and flus or getting sick all the time. But again, if your zinc's low, your immune system is going to struggle. Because yes. even when you have a even when you have a cold or a flu, you'll lo- you'll use up your zinc stores. Okay. Same as you'll actually use up your iron stores if you're fighting a cold or a flu. So if you're already deficient and you get sick, it keeps you in the cycle of getting sick again more regularly because yeah, you don't right. you never recover what you've Wish what you've I had lost. known that last winter. Um, ability, so it plays a role in um, healing the rate of acne, um, uh, skin conditions, um, plays a key role in blood sugar metabolism for better blood sugar control. So anyone that's diabetic, you want to make sure that you're not also low in zinc. Um, important for growth and development with babies and absolutely essential nutrients during pregnancy for both mother and the baby. Low zinc's been linked to increased risk of um, postnatal depression. Right. And interestingly, just prior to birth, a lot of our zinc, a lot of our ladies' zinc reserves will go into the placenta ready for the yeah, delivery. Yeah, it takes all the goodness. Yeah, so when, you, when the lady then delivers the placenta, a big chunk of her zinc Goes. is gone. So that, that has been linked to maybe yep. an increased risk yep. of postnatal depression because obviously if zinc levels aren't maintained through the pregnancy, then after the birth, you're going to take... And that can be associated maybe with the hair loss. Yeah, because After that obviously well. happens. So we that's included in usually, um, you know, uh, like Elevert or a tablet that women yes. are taking. It. I know that that's yep. always a component, isn't it? It zinc. is, it is, because zinc is such a critical factor for, for fertility and pregnancy, but they don't test the levels. Mm. So you can, yeah. be taking, you can be taking a supplement. It's like you can be taking the best supplement you think you possibly can, but if your levels aren't improving, then you need to change the supplement or change the form. So I'm always a fan of no point taking stuff unless you can test to see whether it's working, it's working, yeah, or whether your sure. levels are at that optimum level, particularly through um, pregnancy. Um, it's important for male health, fertility, sperm production, increasing sperm motility, um, concentration. I imagine that's not concentration of the sperm. <laughs> It's not whether the sperm are concentrating, <laughs> it's whether the numbers. That's right. You never know, though. They could you, be really, you never know. really far focused. And, um, There's no concentrating happening down there, let's be honest. Therefore, so it's definitely not that one. Therefore, enhancing the chances of conception. So, you know, we're finding with fertility that, you know, fertility these days is being put at 50% due to male health. So, again, if, if, if someone's drinking alcohol, drinking coffee, Diet's not great. It's easy to be low. Zinc, Australia's got a bit of a reputation because it's such an old continent of being having low levels of zinc in the soil. So even in our organic fruit and veg, we may not be getting enough zinc right, from okay. the soil in the first place because that's where your zinc comes from, which we'll talk about in the final section. Um, now, zinc is also found in high concentrations in the hippocampus area of the brain, which controls thought and memory. Um, so zinc has been, recent research has shown that zinc is really important for healthy brain function, reducing stress um, and having a positive impact on mental function and mood. So there's over three to four hundred different enzyme reactions in the body that need zinc. So, so yeah, pretty, really important, pretty important. Really important nutrient. We've got Helen from New Lambton on the line. Helen, you've got a question about zinc for Peter Mullen? Ah, uh, yes. Hello, Helen. Hello, Peter. Uh, yes, I just had my blood test done and I've got too much vitamin B in it 
and I've noticed that the zinc has vitamin B in it a little bit. I've been taking these zinc tablets for a little while. Okay, and with vitamin B, do you mean too much vitamin B12? Um, you just said my levels were too much vitamin B in my blood. Yeah, okay. Look, it's uh, it's worthwhile double-checking. The reference range, the, the only B generally that doctors will test as part of their normal pathology is B12. All right. And um, from my opinion, there's no real upper limit to what your B12 can be. So if your B12 is sitting above the reference range, I wouldn't be too concerned. You know, a little bit of B12, extra B12 actually has a lot of proven health benefits. So I wouldn't be too worried about that. If, if you are, what you can do is maybe just get a zinc supplement that doesn't have the vitamin B in it. Yeah, I noticed this one's got B6. Yeah, so to be B12, though, that is what the doctor's talking about, I'm yeah. sure. Oh, right, yeah. So, yeah he said it's very dangerous to have it too high. Uh, look, I, I would maybe get a second opinion about that blood test result. Maybe oh, take yeah. it. Maybe take it to the chemist and get him to have a look. But um, definitely, I, I, I just without looking at the test results, I can't see why um, B12 would be too high. No, that's fair enough. But um, if you if you got the copy of the test result at home, um, no. Well, if you like, if you'd like to get a copy of the test from the doctor and you want to give me a ring, um, I'm happy to have a chat with you and and tell you what I think it all means. Okay, then great. Good on all you, right, Helen. My pleasure. Thank you for calling the show. We're going to go to Gary now from Stroud. Now you've got a question for Peter Mullen. Hello, Hi. Gary. Hi, Peter. I rang last week and um, was talking about high iron. Yep. But now I'm confused because uh, I kind of tick all the boxes you've just said with the zinc. So I don't know. Am, am, am I confused? Can there be a mixture in this sort oh, of look, situation? Uh, absolutely. And a lot of the symptoms will sort of cross over. But um, you, you had the elevated ferritin, didn't you, and that your yeah. iron levels were low? Uh, iron, iron levels were high. Iron, iron or ferritin? Oh, my ferritin levels were high, yeah. Yeah, so ferritin they talk about as being stored iron, but if your actual iron levels were low and your transferrin saturation was low, that may be the elevated ferritin may be due to inflammation. No, okay. So, so just, but but you can also, if you've got issues with your iron, you can also have issues with your zinc as well. So it's worthwhile asking the doctor to check your zinc levels. It's just that, yeah, I seem to tick all the boxes you're talking with the low zinc, so I'm wondering whether that's clashing with the other, that's all. Uh, it won't clash, but, I mean, symptoms will cross over for sure. But um, okay. I'd, I'd get, your, I'd get your, your iron, like, try and get someone to go through your iron so you understand what that actually means, mm -hmm. um, and then I'd also get your zinc tested as well. No Good on you, All Gary. Right, Thank you, Thank Gary. Thank you. Now, look, we are discussing zinc today. Um, where can we get our zinc? What sort of foods are enriched with zinc, Peter? Well, look, it's, zinc's a little bit like iron. We were talking about this last time, that if someone's chronically low in iron, they may actually need to get an iron transfusion because taking a supplement might not be enough to actually... Kick it get back. their levels back to a level that's going to be beneficial. Okay. Um, zinc is probably a little bit better absorbed than what iron is, um, but I sort of think if someone is really low, I would do a supplement for a period of time anyway and then monitor that those le levels have improved and then maybe try and maintain it with diet. But um, the, the highest sources of, of zinc-rich foods in our diet are probably animal 
sources. Okay. So obviously things like, you know, oysters have always had a reputation for being a rich source of um, zinc. Um, things like um, uh, dairy products, if you have dairy, nuts, red meat, um, seafood. So seafood, fish is all good levels of um, zinc. Yep. Um, Plant-based sources, things like asparagus, beans, green peas and spinach also contain zinc. Um, but again, like iron, zinc tends to be more easily absorbed from meat and animal proteins. So again, it's another reason why a lot of kids can be low in yes. zinc as well as iron because they don't generally... They're lazy chewers. They don't like yeah. chewing meat. Yeah, and it's similar and foods, isn't it, where you're getting your iron and your zinc. There's a bit iron of a crossover from. there. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. So... Um, mm. And then so and if you if you're vegetarian again, you need to get your iron tested, you need to get your B twelve tested, you need to get your zinc levels tested sure. as well to make sure that you are eating a wide and varied enough diet. Um, again a lot of people as they get older get more restrictive and maybe have less good quality animal protein. So yeah, yeah. yeah so it's it's part of, you know, a healthy, well balanced diet, but it's making sure that everybody's eating a healthy world. And you can't have too much zinc, Peter, because... Yeah, you can. You can. can. Absolutely. Look, I'm not great at this sort of stuff, but wasn't there a thing where when you're pregnant, they say, be careful, you don't eat too much fish and foods high in zinc for that reason, Uh, or did I... No. Look, they they sort of say don't eat... um, like fish products like raw salmon and sashimi. Oh, yes, but I think yes, that's for more, listeria, yeah. Yeah, but I, I haven't heard about, you know, too much zinc okay. when you're pregnant. Okay. And again, all you do is get a blood test result. If your test levels are fine, then what you're doing is fine. Yeah, So, and then that's so, the thing, you can monitor it. You, you can, can monitor keep it, yeah, it, yeah, you're not just nice. taking things. But zinc, zinc and iron, it's interesting. Iron, like in, in Gary's case, and I'm not sure of Gary's circumstances there, but... Elevated ferritin can be a marker of inflammation in your body. So if there's something else going on, like people with rheumatoid arthritis will have elevated ferritin, but their actual levels of iron can be quite low. Yeah, okay. So it can be tricky to to interpret. And zinc's a little bit more um, black and white, but um, sometimes we'll find that zinc will actually be, we'll do a test for ferritin. If someone's had lead poisoning, Iron gets booted out of the ferritin and zinc goes in instead. Okay. So they 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 kind of can be a bit tricky to work out sometimes, depending on what's going on. But um, for the most part, if your zinc levels are really good, I'd look at your dietary sources and I'd take a supplement for a period of time, retest, and then maybe try and maintain it with your diet or reducing the supplement dosage or whatever. It's interesting stuff. Peter Mullen, thank you so much for the Uh, discussion today. My pleasure. Yeah, that's been a great one. It's been Health and Wellbeing with Peter Mullen. You're back next week. Do you know what we're talking about next week? Are you that organised? Yes, yes. I'm not that organised, but my um, ladies who organise me are. (laughs) And um, the truth behind natural flavours. So, you know when you you get those bags of lollies and they say... Oh, yeah. All natural, contain all natural flavours. And you think you're being good. think you're, you're being a good, good parent a, here you go well I, I might be able to um unfortunately shatter that uh, myth a bit no <laughs> but i will give you some healthy alternatives of what you can do well, that's good without those natural flavors and colors tell me the the sultana's covered in yogurt all right okay. uh, yeah i'm sure they would be <laughs> that that's how they occur in nature isn't it on a tree <laughs> that's exactly how they grow covered in cow's milk uh, yogurt <laughs> thanks peter